0: It's going to be a
1: touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up and Judkins just burst through there.
0: Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control in the dock! Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. One zero nine three. 9 3
2: I guess you don't have to,
0: but you need to.
2: He hits one high
0: and deep. Left field. pain shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby.
3: Well, Gary's out again tonight, and uh, since Yancey fumbled the hosting last time so bad, my 10-year-old grandson could F have done minus. better. Uh, Uh, this is chuck ronsville and i'm going to try to do it and see if i can get a d plus anyway thank you sir Uh, the caddy motors of mississippi rebel yell hotline this edition uh uh, this this uh segment is brought to you by first south farm credit with over 100 years of experience supporting rural communities in agriculture we're ready to guide you through your financial journey at first south farm credit um that first thing I wanna say though, Yancey, is we gotta let everybody know that since next Monday is Christmas yep. and the following Monday is New Year's Day, yep. uh I'm too lazy to come in here those days. Hopefully
4: Wanda will buy you some new clothes during that two week I doubt it.
3: I doubt it. Uh you never know. She she likes the way I dress. It's i'm sure because it's cheap redneck chic that's right
4: (laughs) she gets all the money to spend on her clothes that's right exactly right
3: (laughs) she looks better than i do anyway no Uh, question uh so uh anyway we won't be on next monday or the monday after that and thank god gary will be back the eighth yes uh but uh so far we're in a we're on fire in recruiting.
4: Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you broke the news, I guess, what, about an hour ago that Georgia's now heavily in the game for Walter Nolan. So it's kind of taken the luster off a little bit. But when you look back, it kind of unpeeled the onion, everything that's going on. Uh, they picked up 10 commitments since we were on the show last week, eight portal guys that, uh, you know, it's not only the quality of players, uh, Chuck, but it's positions. A need, right? Need, need. You that's. Know?
3: I think that's the key word, Yancy. These are guys that they had to, had, they had to plug and play. Yeah. And and I think they're setting themselves up for an excellent run next year. I mean, or run at the title.
4: Yeah, run at the title. I mean, the playoffs should be the low bar now, right? It's about what you do in the playoffs. Uh, I hate to put those kind of expectations, but bringing back Dart and Judkins and Bentley and, you know, all the other pieces along with what he had. Pre scoring.
3: Watkins, Trey Harris. Harris yeah, all of them. Uh, J.J. Pegues, Jared Ivey. I mean, the list goes on and on of, of the guys that are returning. And like I said, they did the need thing and, and got uh, the other positions filled out.
4: And it's not only the guys that they're adding, Chuck, Sir, it's the guys that they were able to keep, right? At one time, we thought maybe. Bentley was gone. We thought mm-hmm. Avi was gone. Uh, obviously, Trey Harris was questionable. So we thought that there was a chance Pettis could leave. So there was a lot of guys that you mm-hmm. thought might not be here next year that were key pieces, and that was the heart of the team, and now they're coming back. So it's not only what they're adding to the team, it's also what they held on.
3: Yeah, and uh, for the record, Yancey's got on a, a vest. It looks like he got off a homeless man. Yeah. <laughs> Now, let's do the the five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham, who currently operates nine Outback Steakhouse locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. You're on, Yancey.
4: Yeah, first thought, I thought the basketball Saturday was the most complete game I've seen Ole Miss play since they last made the tournament in 2019. They look like an NCAA tournament team now from these untrained eyes. Second thought, speaking of the hoops, how crisp does the Ole Miss offense look now compared to just a couple weeks back? It's not only that they are starting to hit their shots, it's the extra crisp passes that everybody is getting open looks. Third thought of the day, staying with hoops. Defensively, the perimeter rotations are now on cue. No more wide open looks that we have seen the last few seasons. Everybody is rotating in a timely manner. Fourth thought of the day. On to Ole Miss football recruiting. Does this feel like it did in the 2013 class with Kim Deechey, Tunsell, Treadwell, Connor, and company? It is a little different with the fact that these portal players mostly have one year left, but getting proven different makers from other Power 5 programs gives the Rebels a a legitimate chance to make a run for the national championship next season. And the last thought of the day. Lastly, with recruiting, has anyone looked at what they are bringing in for this defensive line class? They committed the top four defensive linemen for the state of Mississippi who are all national prospects and the top two defensive ends in the portal so far. They are also hoping to land the top prize recruit, Walter N- Nolan. Simply amazing. And that's it, Chuck. Sir. You know,
3: another thing about the portal guys that I noticed, and, and it, it stuck out like a sore thumb, Every one of those guys is from a P5 program.
4: And I've had that on my mind because you're always, you're always talking about the guys that are coming in. Do they know because they're from Murray State and Western Kentucky? These are all legit big-time big players. All right,
3: we'll be right back with the Candy Motors of Mississippi Rebel you Hotline. Stay tuned. <music>
0: Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x ray services, along with a the physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901 759 3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk in clinic Monday through Friday from 7 30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 Salvamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors.
3: Welcome back, Cannon Motors, Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The text line is six, six, two, four, two, six, one, oh, nine, three. 426 1093 Send us your text, and we'll try to get to them during the show sometime, as even as uh, off-kilter as the show is tonight. Um we got Zach Berry lined up. But first, Gordon Ford's in the house with us. What's going on, Gordon? How are you?
6: I'm good, man. I, it's, I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, just excited about being here tonight because, you know, football recruiting's rolling, basketball's playing out of sight, and just a lot of good things going on at Ole Miss right now.
3: Absolutely, and we're glad you're in in the studio with us. Absolutely. This, this segment is brought to you by the Faris Group, your partner in retirement. They have locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. Give them a call, toll-free, anytime, 877-327-3735. That's 877-327-3735. Hey, Zach Barry from On3, uh, our the Ole Miss Spirits recruiting expert. How you doing, buddy? I know you've been so busy. Unbelievable.
7: You guys caught your breath yet? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Trying to. How about you?
7: Yeah. Uh, today was was good. You know, Monday's are always kind of my, my housekeeping, uh, kind of clean out the old inbox type days. But um almost got another one today. Um, so the run has just been pretty remarkable. Uh, I mean, the, the Grove Collective, Walker Jones and all the folks over there, along with the Ole Miss staff, have just, I mean, I knew I knew Ole Miss would be very active in the portal, but I, myself and I don't think anybody thought it would be this active and this successful um, with some of these high-caliber elite prospects.
3: Talk about the commitment today, Zach.
7: Yeah, uh, Cameron Richardson, uh, I think a lot of people were hesitant to kind of Dubbed him as the next big thing at cornerback at Mississippi State. He had the luxury of playing opposite Emmanuel Forbes. And I think a lot of people were like, well, let's see what he does without Emmanuel Forbes on the other side helping him out. He was still lights out this year, graded out really, really well, pro football Focus, But long, athletic guy. That, that pretty much the I, this kind of sounds, you know, we'll, we'll dub. But Pete Golding loves these long, athletic corners that can cover ground but are big, physical frame guys. Um, and you, you've seen that with the recruitment of Deshaun Gaddies and Dejon Anthony's and Mari Waltons and those type. But, um, yeah, huge get. It, it, it doesn't hurt, I'm sure, Ole Miss fans, that it's stealing somebody from Mississippi State. But, uh, yeah, don't get it twisted. This isn't a rivalry thing. He's a uh, legitimate NFL-caliber player.
4: And Zach, uh, graded out well is as, as an understatement here. The guy had the fourth-highest graded in the SEC, for all defensive backs, not even talking about corners, but safeties, yeah. uh, stars, everybody had 79 tackles. And Walter Campbell, who I follow religiously on, on the pro draft, has him already as a third-round pick in next year's draft. So uh this is someone that is just not a piece to add for rotation or depth. I mean, this is a guy that you legitimately – Uh, can build around at that corner. You got to remember we were just talking about defensive end earlier, how old miss is losing some guys there. A corner, they're losing more than anything, right? They lose three out of their top four corners. So now they picked up, uh, you know, another corner. I think this is their second or third corner out of the portal, but this guy has played in the SEC. Uh, you know, it's a big difference, like Chuck was scraping about last year and the year before, getting more of the smaller school guys. He didn't know how they would make that adjustment to SEC play. But knowing that, you know, you've got someone that's been in the SEC wars that had the fourth highest grade for all defensive backs in the SEC. I mean, this is a huge get. I know some of the fans are, you know, they they kind of play it down because they're still waiting on Walter Nolan. But in the reality, I mean, this is huge.
7: Yeah, and, you know, just going back to the fit for what they like to do defensively, even though some of the guys last year, you know, Miami of Ohio and, you know, Liberty and, you know, they weren't power five programs, but the frame and and the mold and the skill set was what they wanted. And they were guys, played a lot of football, experienced, they were older. I think that's what's been kind of the calling card for the portal and for Kiffin and his staff building up this roster. They're just older, and I think that that's been such a huge part of the success they've had this year on the field. Just guys that are they're bought in. <clears throat> they use culture a lot, and I think uh, it's it's been paramount for them to uh, have success on the field. And now we're seeing the success off the field with recruiting.
3: Hey Zach, give us a little uh, capsule um, analysis on Tyler Barron and Princeley. You Milan. the uh, <laughs> that's right.
4: I was, I, I, think you I don't pretty know good how at, to pronounce yeah. it. I mean, I was
3: well, gonna they, give
7: you $20 if well, you did it right. Well, they give me 20, but, uh, then, buddy. You, Get, you need a new give, sweatshirt. Give, a little,
3: give us a little analysis on those guys,
7: yeah. So it's Umami Ellen. Um, what I said. He is, he's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Uh, the, 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 the Bahelia way. <laughs> that's right he, he's an incredibly versatile guy another um pro football focus loves him uh it, it's not it's not bad for ole miss in, in one weekend to get the one and two edge rushers per pro football focus um i think umami ellen's going to be someone that's going to be a name that is that, that echoes through bought hemingway a lot glenn waddle's going to have to work on it because he's going to be saying it a lot he makes a lot of tackles <laughs> he's extremely active um Florida, Napier, I know they struggled wins and losses, but Napier knows defense, and they moved him around a lot. He did some stand-up linebacker stuff. He put his hand in the dirt. Um, I had a scout that told me he's already an NFL-caliber spin move um, off the edge. I think that was kind of an issue for Ole Miss this year. I still think Cedric Johnson and Jared Ivey, um, as good as they were, having an elite guy opposite one of your best pass rushers, Isaac Uklu, Ivy, um, those guys were good, but all due respect, Umami Owens elite. And then same with Tyler Barron. Um, big, long, rangy guy. Um, honestly, kind of reminds me um, a, a lot more talent uh, because of the. When he arrived on campus, at Ole Miss, he was extremely raw. And Randall Joyner and them worked with him. But Tavius Robinson, Tyler Barron, I think that's kind of a. a I kind of get some. Some glimpses of that. I but, like yeah, that. A I like lot, that, too. A lot higher ceiling, um, you know, a little more refined uh, than Tavius Robinson. He's been playing football a lot longer than Tavius. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just a tremendous talent. And um, uh, talking about having somebody opposite your elite guy now, this has got elite guys they can put on the edge to go alongside uh, the returners. And, uh, I mean, we haven't even talked about the – ridiculously deep and talented signing class they're going to get on Wednesday in the high school ranks
3: So uh, we got about one minute or or a minute and a half, Zach. Uh, I think the other concern, not concern, but the other idea that's been floating around out there about the transfer guys is: well, Do you know much about Juice Wells' health? I mean, people are scared of having another yeah. Zachary Franklin. Uh, what do you no, know about um, that?
7: So I've talked with some South Carolina folks, and from what I have gathered of the last, it seems like Ole Miss has been recruiting for a month. Uh, He was healthy. He just opted out and wanted to kind of do his own thing, work with a personal trainer, do some physical therapy, make sure his foot was right. So when he did choose to either stay at South Carolina or go somewhere else, he was going to be healthy. I was told that he could have played the last five or six games of the season, just didn't do it. Uh, just wanting to ensure his health and trying to get right. I know he thought about going back to South Carolina, but um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sure Ole Miss did some physicals and some tests, but uh, I, I was told he is healthy.
6: Well, I
4: sure hope they learned their lesson. Zach, quick question before we go on the break here. Any any possible names on the high school front that are not committed that might pop up on that board Wednesday? Quickly.
7: Uh, quick, I'd say Stonka Burnside and P.J. Uh, Woodland, probably two to keep an eye out. And then I know people are probably wanting to know an update on Walter Nolan. I have talked with Georgia folks over the last 15 minutes. They're saying they don't think it happened. They're they're saying that Georgia's kind of throwing in a sales pitch of, hey, we're Georgia. We're going to compete for national championship again next year. Come here and play with us. That's just what they were tell, telling me. So I, I don't think it's a slam dunk for Ole Miss, but I don't think it's a slam dunk or maybe closer to
4: you know, 60-40. All right, Zach.
7: We're Thank up against
3: you. the break. You're Thank awesome, you man. Thank you so Zach, much. Barry.
4: Good luck Wednesday.
7: All right, guys. Y'all have a We'll good be one. right back. Thank you.
0: Imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings. Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. And go, Rebs! More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Canon Motors. Coming up next.
3: Bill Withers, I like that great yeah. right song, man. Oh, you know I Bill got Will. soul now. Oh, you don't have any
4: soul, oh, man. You, care to be. you wear You wear a better. You
3: wear a. Uh, 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 cucumber socks man I mean, come on and dude. nobody that has an ear better than made for music oh I, promise you that. I know i've been in the car with you with all that grateful dead i, I i'll be uh, grateful, I, grateful I know. you've debt. been saying
4: that for 30 years yeah. chucky get a new line
3: <laughs> all right <laughs> go to text messages presented by canon cleary mcgraw ccm oxford.com and we've got just a couple, Yancey. Yep. This is directed at you and your yep. incompetence. Yeah, when is. are y'all going to have Coach Beard on? The we're going to have
4: him on this season. I promise you that. We're going to get season? him on. Yeah, we're we're going to try to get him on more than once this season. But we're going to let him get his feet wet and get everything comfortable. Get Brandon Murray rolling. Get that offense uh, clicking together. Because I'm sure that's going to be a lot of grinding. Uh, G man, uh, this is your expertise getting. That offense and and defense for that, uh, you know, it took a few games for them to get the big man in there and the rotations fit nicely. And uh, what do you think, Jay, man? I think
6: they're clicking very well right now. Uh, That game the other night against Cal, the score wasn't indicative of what it was. Actually, they kind of, you know, blew Cal out and just sort of gave up some points at the end. But you got Brandon Murray in there, hits a three-pointer, you worked all these guys in. Robert Coward, I think he's the only guy in the rotation that didn't play. Don't know if he's injured or that was just a coach's decision. But you're big up front. You've got, you know, shooters and guys that are shooting the ball. And Chuck and I talked about this last week. I mean, Morrell, he took some shots, and he's yep. making them, and he needs to shoot more. Breakfield, if he's open, oh. he can hit shots. But the problem with him is – is that he doesn't Strictly. have a lot of low-post moves. No. And he doesn't shoot the ball above his head. So, you know, I think that they're in good shape. And defensively, they played great and they moved the ball well, as you said.
4: I'll make a prediction. If Bre- any game that Brakefield scores 15 or more points, Ole Miss will not lose that game. If Brakefield is on, you can forget about beating Ole Miss. The problem with
3: Brakefield, though, is he can't create his shots.
4: Yeah, he's got the- no doubt. He's nope. got to the- – they've got to a- –
3: They've got to feed him when he's open and yep. then he shoots. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. There's a lot of basketball players like that. That's right. Um other... we were like that when we Chuck.
4: But yes, yeah. Chucky, we will no, have. I could create. Don't we worry about we that. will have Beard on for the listeners out there, and we'll try to have him on multiple times. I know we used to have Kermit on every week during the show, and we're going we're going to let Beard get comfortable, and we're going to start bringing him on more and more.
3: All right. Uh, the other question is, Jackson Dart has not committed to coming back next year what's your opinion on that i i'll be shocked if he doesn't
4: yeah i'll be shocked if he doesn't the the highest i've seen him yet on any draft board is 12 out of any of the quarterbacks he's you know mostly fourth to sixth round um you know he, he comes back next year this is the deepest quarterback class this year that they said maybe ever i know everybody likes to always say that when there's a deep class but uh, that's what they're saying. And then next year could be one of the worst quarterback classes in many years. So um, the timing is not right for him to go right now. And then look, uh, Chucky, you bring back, and, and G Man, you bring back all these pieces now. You add in Juice Wells. Um, you know, uh, it's just going to be, it, it would be ridiculous for him to leave right now. And
3: uh, when is Quinshawn Judkins going to announce he's coming back? Yep. Well, let me just say this. I, I know from a good source that that deal is done. Yep. he's coming back. With Bentley. everything's fine.
4: With Bentley, with Bentley,
3: right? Yep. So everything's Two good, good there. Backs.
4: That's huge. That's huge. You, you need. You got to have both of them, right? Um, and it's uh, that's a big thing. Like we talked about at the beginning of the segment, uh, you know, not only adding these pieces, but the pieces they're able to retain.
3: Yeah, I, th- I, I think they've done a tremendous job. I don't think the Grove Collective gets enough credit. I really don't. Listen, everybody deserves credit. Lane, the staff, uh, another guy to me that doesn't get enough credit, Austin Thomas, the general manager. He orchestrates all this stuff. I mean, he's the guy that that is the maestro. And and he stays behind the scenes. He doesn't want to be out front. But uh, uh, let me promise you something. He's a guy that's pulling the strings. He's the puppeteer, and he's getting a lot done, and, and I, I'm appreciative of him. I guarantee you that. And I know we
4: talk about Walker a lot, but what a what a fortunate situation for Ole Miss to have someone like Walker that's gone through all this with Under Armour through those years sure. and be available to come help out. I mean, I don't think there's a better leader in the NIL in the country than Walker Jones.
3: There can't be because he's he's done it. I mean, he's negotiated with athletes. He's negotiated with agents. Um, You know, he was one of the lead guys in procuring different teams for Under Armour for several years. So, I mean, he knows the ins and outs of it. So, uh, I mean, I'm with you. I don't see how you could get much better.
4: Yep, and what about the, the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Ortho and Sports Medicine? This is at OxfordOrtho.com. Dan Boyd and the company, best in the biz. Chuck, what do you
3: Well, it's, it's going come be kind of like a minor bird from last week. Uh, Jackson Dart's going to be fine. Bentley's going to be fine. Uh, the only one that's really going to be – Jaden Williams is going to be fine. Only is, he, one, he, yeah. Jay,
4: is he out there practicing right he's now? He's
3: practicing what, what I understand. Now, practice is closed. Yeah. So I had not been out there, but I, I understand he's out there practicing. Um, Micah Pettis is really the only key player, the main key player that's going to miss. We found now, out
4: if he's having surgery or not,
3: Pettis. No, I, I haven't found that out. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though, and I put a post up on my message board today that uh, – and I'm not at liberty to say who they are, but one player has opted out yeah. that's a starter. Right. And two players have flunked out yeah. that are backups. Yeah. And, uh, you know
4: – can the, can the guys that didn't make their grades, can they make it during this transition um, – Take some classes during intersessions and be eligible again for next year. Or are they yes, out? yes, yeah,
3: yes, but not not for the bowl game. The They're starter, the,
4: game. the starter is he going in the draft or is it somebody? I don't that says, I don't know. Don't know. I
3: don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, we'll be right back with uh, Mr. Harry Harrison after the break on Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Stay tuned, guys.
0: So... real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or
2: Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse
0: knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Abraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors.
3: Hey, welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. For clarification on that uh, two players that uh, didn't make their grades and aren't eligible for the uh, for the bowl game, they just weren't as organized and motivated about their education
4: as Yancey was. Yeah, yeah. That's why it took me five years and five summers to graduate. (laughs)
6: You know what, Chuck? I think that vest looks good on him. I'm serious. Yeah. His well, this vest it, is
4: probably it, worth more than his whole wardrobe. I is imagine. that a
3: puffy vest or is that your stomach? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm kind of looking he at that faded good, out man, sweatshirt really over there. <laughs> the game day outlook. This portion of the show was brought to you by Gateway Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929 with 54 locations across six states. Gateway Tire, we go the distance for you. And we got our good friend, Mister Harry Harrison. Uh, former All-American safety for Ole Miss and the color analyst for the broadcasts, along with voice of the Rebels, David Kellum. How you doing, Harry?
1: Man, everything is good. It's it's uh, bowl season. I'm getting excited.
3: Yeah. What do you What do you know so far? Have you been out to any practices? Uh, they're well, closed to I, the press, but you've got a little inside look that I don't have.
1: Well, you know, having been an M club or junk, having to blood a little bit out there on those fields, they let me come watch. So I've had a lot of practices. (laughs) Uh, You know, we uh, look like we're back full go. You know, we're going to miss Michael Pettis at at, uh, right tackle. But uh, I think we'll have Victor Kern over there and uh, uh, Jayden uh, Williams over at the left tackle. I and like that. So, yeah. I like that. You know, he played every started every, every game last year. Uh, and then Kern beat him out this year. He played a lot this year, but. And well, then we got move the Jeremy
3: in back inside too.
1: Yeah. move you know. Jeremy back to right guard. And they, they practice on the day with Jeremy out of right tackle, just in case, you know, yeah. they give those veterans a day off every now and then they call it veteran day. Some of those sure. guys have been around four or five years, Chuck. They get a practice off here and there where they don't go the whole time. But, uh, it's uh you know they're excited this this team is excited about being there uh you know we i think we got of course i heard y'all talking about a couple of casualties for grade wise one of those is spencer sanders i don't know who the other one is but y'all can enlighten me on that but our team is excited i, I go out there and there it's a lot of a lot of uh, uh anxiousness is a lot of excitement and uh, they're throwing the ball around and running it well and of course uh you know, not a lot of hitting at this point. You just got through twelve games of the season and uh, trying to get everybody tip-top form back for the bowl game. And, and I tell you, I've seen I've seen some uh, film on the uh, Penn State uh, defense. Their defensive front is not size-wise. Chuck is not like playing an Alabama or Georgia really or isn't.
3: LSU. It really isn't. They're two eighty-five, two
1: ninety. Yeah, but they they do this. They keep six or seven guys in the box and they take a lot of uh, gambles. They bring a lot of times, a lot of blitzes. So they're going to make us we're going to lose, we're going to have some of those lost yardage plays. They're just one of those defenses that are very quick and uh, not big, but uh, we just got to find those uh, those opportunities when they give it to us and and and, and I tell you what, the, we got to do is throw the ball down the field. I, I watched them play the Michigan defense never threw the ball down the field. Uh Michigan did, but uh, Penn State definitely does it. Got a big, tall quarterback that doesn't move very well, and he uh, he's going to throw it out, and bubble screens and, and screens out, and, you know, short passing combinations with his tight ends and, and a couple uh, outside receivers, and they got two running backs both about 220, and they're going to they're gonna lean on in quite a bit and run the read option, and uh, I hadn't seen the law of the quarterback hold on to the football and take off and run with it, but uh, I'm sure maybe in other games he did, but uh, just a kind of a, a dink and dunk kind of offense. It just throws short passes and, and run it at you. And that's uh, so the Rebel defense will have their hands full stopping their run. Yeah, let's let's force them to throw it down the field, but. I, th- I tell you, if we can get our tempo back, you know, we haven't, haven't played in well over a month. If we can get our tempo back, Chuck. They haven't seen anything like this in the Big Ten. So uh, I'm anxious to see if we can get that, that uh, tempo back and uh, keep them back on their heels and uh, maybe uh, we get, pick some of those blitzes off. We can burn them with some big plays.
3: Well, my understanding is the reason that Franklin fired uh, Mike Jersik, Jersik is uh, – because he wouldn't go vertical enough that uh, they felt like they had some some personnel that could go vertical. And and he just called the, like you say, dink and dunk. Um, About the rebels, let's, let's go back to the rebels just for a minute, uh, Harry. Um, I got to believe that anybody that's an older player that's been here for any amount of time would want a little redemption in the bowls. I mean, we've kind of laid two eggs in a row, Baylor and, uh, Texas Tech, um, and and this is an opportunity also for the first time in school history to have eleven wins.
1: Yeah, isn't that amazing? You know, of course, back in the day we didn't play that many games, so we never had that. You'd have to go uh, ten and zero. Sometimes the tenth win would be in a bowl game. You know, yep. maybe the nine regular season games. But it is amazing that we've been playing football for hundred plus years, and this is the first opportunity we've had to win eleven. So we've been in big bowl games, Chuck. We haven't fared very well the last two years. But uh, you would think there's some pride out there, and I really think that there is. I think the fact that a lot of these kids are talking about coming back next year, that there's a lot of pride out there and right in this ship as far as the bowl game is concerned. But this will be as big a challenge as we've had in a bowl game. I mean, this is a really good Penn State team. You know, they've kind of done like the Rebels. They met two teams in their conference that are a little bit better than them at this point, and that's exactly how it stacks up. But they're a team that's won 10 or 11 games, you know, probably five out of the last eight years, and they just continue to do that. It's a rich tradition, you know, and it kept it going up there. So it's a, it'll be a challenge for Ole Miss. I'm looking forward to it.
6: Harry, Gordon Ford, it's been a while. Um, defensively, like you mentioned, that they're kind of, you know, not big – but they lost Manny Diaz. Do you think they'll make any changes defensively? And i heard today they hired Tom Allen as their new defensive coordinator.
1: Well, we know he'll be a good one. I can't imagine they would make make any changes between, you know, uh, the time Diaz left in the bowl game. We just don't have enough time to do that, throw in another system. But they, they come with a lot of four-down linemen, and they're going to have linebackers, three of those, and some of them will walk out on the end and come off the edge. Their best outside rusher, of course, has opted out in the game. Uh, number forty four and I'll give you his name. But Chop, here,
3: Robinson. Just, Chop Robinson.
1: Chop Robinson. Chop Chop Robinson and in their in their best corner has opted out. I think at the end of last week he decided he was not gonna play. Johnny Dixon, there's a name we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. But uh he he's not playing. So yeah, they've lost a couple guys plus their defensive coordinator, but I, I'm sure they've got Kind of like Ole Miss, you've got a lot of uh, analysts out there. I can't tell who's coaching and who's who's assisting. And and so there's a lot of people in the out there on the field or in the huddle. But I don't I don't anticipate them changing that defensive. But I mean, it's been too good. They're number one in the nation in scoring, number one in the nation in sacks, number one in the nation in total defense. Why would you change anything now?
4: Harry, on the opposite side of the ball there, I hope they don't have enough time to change schematically with the new offensive coordinator, uh, dink and dunk, that that really placed Ole Miss's strengths, right? Ole Miss's weaknesses on defense is those defensive backs playing in space so they can get a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. I, I'm I'm sure Penn State knows that. And do you think they've got time to make adjustments offensively to try to expose Ole Miss a little bit?
1: Well I don't think you change the system, Yancey, but yeah, can you insert some new plays and throw the ball down the field? Absolutely you could do that. That doesn't I did not take many practices and uh, many chalkboard sessions to get that done. But I think we'll be fine. We, Our corners, I believe, can match up well on the outside and uh, man and, and take some chances with our, our blitz game, too, because it's going to take that. I don't, I, you don't want to line up against these guys. Their offensive line is much bigger than their defensive front. Got an All-American tackle at left tackle. Uh, I'm not sure I can pronounce his name, but uh, last name is F A S <laughs> H A N U. Foschie <laughs> knew. uh knew. He, he made several All-American teams. The left tackle pretty darn good uh, for sure. I don't think he's given up a sack this entire year. So we've got to create some some pressure on their quarterback. He doesn't run it well. He's, he's a tall kid, sophomore, 6'5", 235. Doesn't, doesn't move around very well, but a strong arm. So I'm sure they're going to dial in some plays to try to get the ball down the field to loosen us up. I would think that would definitely happen. I know the Rebels will do that to loosen them up. Uh, try to get some of those guys out of the box. But if when you look at their film, I mean, some their safeties are sometimes seven or eight yards deep, and they're just uh, they're just begging you to throw it over the top. So, it, it, once again, we got to keep uh, Jackson Dart upright, got to have a yep. good offensive line output. And uh, yep. if we can do that, then we'll be fine.
4: Harry, uh, as you said, it's Veteran Day. I'm, I don't know how many practices you've seen, but have you been out there or, or heard through the grapevine any of the younger guys? I know – you know, historically during these bowl practices, that's the chance for the freshman and redshirt freshman to get a lot of looks. Anybody standing out or stepping up?
1: You know, yes, that's a great question, but I, 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 unfortunately, I'd have to tell you I hadn't seen anybody on that offensive line in the second group. Of course, you got Eli Acker playing with that group. You got Bryson Sanders at at the, at the center. Uh, I think How, he's got how a,
4: is bright, How is Bryson?
1: Talk talk a little bit about you know, his game. I, I think he's got a bright future. I I, I haven't gotten a, and I haven't asked uh, uh, Coach Garrison, and I will one day. He and I've developed a relationship, so I'll ask him one day if they're going to keep him at center. You know, he looks like a tackle. I, I'm not sure why he immediately went to center. Maybe it was a lack of uh, someone that could do it. I, I don't know the answer to that. But uh, uh, he certainly looks the part. And you got the Cushman kids playing one of the tackle positions, and and the East kids playing the other one. They, they've got a ways to go. They're not they're not as good as our first group by any yeah. stretch. And so they've got a ways to go. A tackle position. He may reach out into the portal. And, Of course, you guys, I'm sure, discussed that portal's been pretty. Pretty healthy for Ole Miss in the last week or ten days, so they may step out and try to find an offensive tackle or two. Yeah. But uh, anyway, maybe some of those guys. We know we know our our two tackles are coming back for next year in Williams and uh, Micah Pettis, and that's a good start right there,
4: no doubt. Uh,
3: Harry, what do what you think about uh, Penn State? I, I'm calling them pretty formidable. I mean, I know they got the same record we do. Uh, but they played Michigan and Ohio State pretty close. They just didn't have enough offensive output. Um, I think they're a tough, a really tough opponent.
1: Oh, I don't think there's any doubt, Chuck. I think you, all you got to do is look at those defensive stats and know that they are uh, they're formidable. No doubt about that. You don't you don't lead the country in sacks and total defense and scoring defense without being pretty darn good. And like I say, it's kind of a different. They don't they don't overwhelm me with their size, kind of like we see some of these defensive fronts in the SEC. But they do a lot of blitzing. They do a lot of stunning. They bring those guys, and they had a lot of speed along that defensive front. But they literally pack in, you know, six and seven. And sometimes they'll 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 cheat up with a the safety. They don't have eight in the box, just daring you to run it. And, and uh, of course, I watched the Michigan film, and Michigan. Uh, Kept pounding and kept pounding, and it was it was almost like a, the nineteen seventies again with Ohio State and Michigan, Woody yeah. Hayes and and the, the coach from Michigan at that point. But uh, you know, and then they would break one. You know, they'd find a hole and they would break one. So, you know, can it, can Ole Miss be that patient? I'm not sure that's in our repertoire to be that patient. We're gonna we're gonna put the ball up more than they've probably seen anybody throwing on them. And and so the key is. I think our tempo, Chuck, and our speed uh, brings brings something to them that they haven't seen. But the key is going to be: can we block that front? Can we keep that's those it. blitzes off off Jackson Dart? And that, that's, that's going to be a big a big plus there.
3: If we that's, get that done, okay.
1: yeah, we got a really good chance.
3: Hey, Harry, were you uh, have you been a little surprised about the guys that have said they're going to come back? I mean, I I don't know that I expected Trey Harris or maybe Priest Corn, Avi, uh, and a couple of others. Uh, to come back like i but. gotta
1: tell you i've been pleasantly surprised i thought of the three wide receivers that, that started most of the year i thought Dave Wade would be the last one to declare <laughs> from the nfl i figured trey harris would had a good visit with priest corn today he, he he likes living in oxford he likes being at old miss and he just wants to have a healthy year we can you know didn't didn't he may play the first six games miss the first three or four games yeah. and came out – well, I guess he played in the fourth game, but he was about half speed. And He wants to play full speed and, 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 and really show off his his, uh, his craft a lot better yeah. than he did this year. Yeah. But, but from a running standpoint, he was the key getting him back, really opened up for Judkins and, and Bentley, and that was a major key for us. But, you know, uh, if we can get some of these veteran deep offensive linemen back, Chuck, we know the defensive front's already declared. I don't know if the offensive guys – there's some of those guys like – you know, uh, Caleb and uh, I think they're Jeremy coming James. back. I, I hear that.
3: <laughs> they hadn't declared <laughs> officially, but I mean, yeah, but they're, they're certainly not I, in the portal.
1: Guys, I said something to two of them on Saturday. I said, "We got all, all these veterans coming back for next year." They said, "Well, we're still talking about it." And kind of, kind of giggle <laughs> little Negotiations. bit.
4: Negotiations.
1: Yeah, so yeah. you know, yeah, if uh, if they're coming back, the that really puts a plus on the offensive line.
3: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Harry, thank you so much, buddy. Always. And, and sure. listen, uh, have a great great trip to Atlanta and uh, bring back a victory for us. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna play
1: my part. I look forward to seeing everybody there.
3: We'll see you there, buddy. Take see care. You, buddy, Merry guy. Christmas. Thank you, buddy.
1: Merry Christmas.
3: Y'all. Bye-bye. All right, Harry Harrison, uh, he always gives us great information, and I, I love the job he does with DK on the radio broadcast whenever I'm they're the best whenever I'm watching on TV or uh, if I'm can't be there if I'm not in the press box uh, I sync them up to the game they're usually a little ahead of the game uh, that's on T V yeah. but if you, you it put up. it on pause, you can sync pause. it
4: up and, and it's it's pretty cool. Harry gives you analysis and DK gives that's you right. the enthusiasm. Yeah, I tell know, you what he perfect had, combo. He
6: gave us a lot of good information on Penn State. You, yeah. You know, some of the stuff that I didn't really realize is their line was that small. So
4: And I love the fact that Penn State is not doesn't spread you out and make you cover a lot of space. I mean I no. really think that works in old Miss's favor right there. Probably does. Yep. All right, we'll be right back
3: with our final segment of Canon Motors Mississippi Rebel Hill Hotline. Stay tuned.
2: Oh, she's my baby. Don't you understand? Yeah, I'm a lover, man. I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Oh, yeah. I don't
4: you know she's all right. I don't you know she's all right. Is
6: all right. oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now www.oxford38655.com or call them directly at 662 50 Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call. At six six two fifty-three eight six five five to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the Tom Smith Land and Homes team serving the Cleveland Mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with Tom Smith Land and Homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land & Homes today at 662-441-2500. miss more of the rebel yell hotline presented by cannon motors coming up next
3: all right welcome back final segment of tonight's show cannon motors mississippi rebel Yell hotline we're going to move into sec and old miss news brought to you by van atkins Jewel- jewelers van atkins is a south leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. As Chuck always says, you know she's worth it.
6: He's got that phrase pattern, doesn't he? Yeah, that, that's not coming from Chucky, though. That's, that's,
4: no, that's, that's a smart Chuck. chuck. That's right. Uh, the first item of the day for the SEC News is, G man, you're going to like this. They were ranked number 25 old Miss hoop team last week in the USA Today poll. Now they finally got their deserved recognition at number 25 in the AP poll. I still think that's a little bit – uh, low, though. What, what I do, do think? think
6: that's low. And uh, they're undefeated. I mean, look at some of the other SEC teams and Clemson, who beat, who lost to Memphis the other day. They're 17th. I mean, we've got a really good shot, us being Ole Miss, to be 13 and 0. And I don't think, you know, they've beaten Cal. They beat NC State, who struggled. Uh, you know, Tennessee didn't blow them out, but they beat them. So, and they're. A lot higher rank than we are, so I think we're going to be 13 no when it's all said and done, going to conference play. Yeah,
3: hey, and Memphis has beaten Arkansas, Texas A and M, and Missouri, and we good. beat them.
4: So and we know,
3: beat what's, them.
6: What's up with that?
4: They're good. The second item of the day is uh, the old Miss women's hoops plays at South Al- or playing South Alabama tonight at six p.m. Now they've struggled a little bit after losing uh, their point guard there, Chucky, and. And, G-Man, um, hopefully they can get things rolling again in the right direction. Absolutely. Uh, and also, G-Man, let's uh, briefly hear about hoops. Um, they play uh, tomorrow night, I believe it's Troy, Troy at six 630. What, what, what are you expecting to see at the continuation there of Brandon Murray? Uh,
6: I think that they're going to get him some more time. And one thing about him, I mean, he wasn't shy. When he came in there, he shot the ball. And I think what's going on with them now is everyone is getting into the act. It's a total team. You know, even Brakefield comes in the other night, hits, what, 27 points? Yeah. And, man, he'd been averaging seven. Come on. Um, I mean, everyone is getting into the act. And plus you've got Flanagan who can go get you hoops. But I think Brandon Murray will gel in there. He'll play some backup point guard and shooting guard. But from what people told me, he was the best player on the team coming in the season. So, and you know, here you go.
4: And the red and blue chips, real quickly, sponsored here by the Grove Collective. We all know the importance that they have played and seen the developments here in the portal and the high school players. Um, please up your contributions. If you've not contributed at all, please get on it. Um, just quickly, Ole Miss right now is ranked 19th nationally in the high school recruiting front, they're ranked Number one, on the portal recruiting front, uh, they have 22 high school commitments, I believe a total of 10 portal commitments, and Wednesday is signing day. The only two names that you could possibly hear that could be added, as Zach alluded to earlier, P.J. Woodard out of Oak Grove, uh, Mississippi, and then uh, Starkville, Mississippi, and Stonka Burnside. So I don't expect Stonka. He is a guy, Chucky, that – uh, does not announce the January 3rd at the All-Star Game. I don't think you'll hear anything from him until he announces. And that's it for the red and blue chips.
3: Yeah, thanks to Zach Berry for the good job he did Incredible. earlier yeah. about recruiting. Uh, the Good, Bad, and Ugly is sponsored by Cannon Motors Mississippi. To find a location near you or see their selection of new and used cars, go to cannonmotorcompany.com. Now, the good, what can I say? it's ninety-five percent good news this Monday after a terrific week of Old Miss Sports. The rebel basketball team remained unbeaten with a convincing win over Cal eighty eight to seventy-eight in a game they never trailed and had under complete control the entire forty minutes. It was also the coming out party for Brandon Murray, who was declared eligible in the nick of the time to play. Jamin Brakefield led the way with a career highest of 27 points and Matthew Morrell added 19 in the victory. The team that I had worries about in the shooting department was 12 of 21, a blistering 57% from three-point land. The Rebels are now 10-0 and and host Troy tomorrow night at 6 o'clock in the Pavilion. Ole Miss football has been on fire in portal recruiting. They've gotten commitments from South Carolina wide receiver Juice Wells Tennessee defensive end, Tyler Barron. Tennessee safety, Tamarian McDonald. Florida defensive end, Princely Umanimillin. Mm. Oklahoma safety, Key Lawrence. USM offensive lineman, Jerquan Scott. Indiana safety, Lewis Moore. And Mississippi State's cornerback, Decamarian Richardson. And there are good feelings that they're going to get Texas A&M defensive tackle, Walter Nolan when all said and done, but it's a battle. Notice anything about this year's Portal Guys, guys? All are from P5 programs except Scott from G5 USM. The bad? I'm too giddy to think of anything.
6: <laughs> no, it's nothing bad. Yeah. The
4: only thing bad is if Nolan didn't end up. Coming, but uh, I I still think it's going to work out in the end. Well,
6: I really we'll
3: do. I, listen, I know a little too we'll much.
6: Well, see, it's not that he's not coming. It's just when that happens.
3: Well, yeah, it's not that he's not coming. It's just that it's a battle. Yeah, that it's we didn't a battle. Think it was going now, to be a battle.
4: George is trying to get him to wait after the dead period uh, so they can get him on a visit after the bowl games. And if that happens, then my confidence will not be near as high. So hopefully, well, something happens in this next. Week.
3: Here's the bottom line in this whole deal, to me the longer it drags out, the worse it is for yeah. Ole Miss.
4: Yeah, no question. We've all right. Seen it.
3: Well, we'll see you all January the 8th. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year. You guys uh, keep And keep us on your mind in, in the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
4: Hotty toddy.
6: Howdy toddy. Hotty toddy.